why do I think that this woman would be the best possible person to ask questions of big pharma? Will she? She's gutsy and other things. I don't believe she's the smartest person in Congress. I, I don't believe that at all. I believe she may be the gutsiest, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So here's what I've been asking everyone to do. I'm asking everyone to call Senator Lindsey Graham's office, 202-224-5972. Call Senator Graham and tell him to stop helping Joe Biden destroy your freedoms, take away your gun rights, and burn this country down. Tell Senator Lindsey Graham to be a Republican and to do his job in the Senate that is, hold the line and vote no to Joe Biden's red flag gun conference. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. This is a program that attempts to have God at the center. When I succeed, it's because the Lord's with me. When I don't, it's because I give in to my own desires. But we do it a little bit differently that God is more important than politics. There's no such thing as a secular world, by the way. God made the world and everything in it. There is no secular world. This is one of the great cons. Oh, yeah, well, I'm a Christian, but only in church. And, man, I I lived that out for so many years. Not that I was running around, you know, trying to sin, but not understanding that we have these spheres of influence. We have our home sphere. We have our church sphere. We have our work sphere. We have influences. And the better that we do acting in a godly way, the better off we are. I mean, and this goes to the workplace. Like you, you take an, an example of our partners at American Financing, at AmericanFinancing.net. Um, those guys take the business home at night. They're a man and wife, husband and wife. 20 years, they've been a national mortgage bank. And you know, what are the things they commit to? No commissions. You know why? They don't want any anyone at their company uh, convincing people to take out a mortgage or do a right, refinance that doesn't work for them. But that doesn't stop them from saving people thousands of dollars or a thousand bucks a month. That's happening really regularly now with refinances. You can get them at AmericanFinancing.net. Now, because business is business, but there's also morality be morality and God is the boss of all. So if we don't live our Christian beliefs in our daily businesses, well, then we're not really following Christ. And to me, that goes up to and including the word of God within our businesses. That's, you know, this is one of the things I admire about living in, in the, the relatively uh, free, high, high mountains of free America is a lot of businesses have Christian music on and they have uh, Bible quotes on the walls. And there's some people who don't like it and that's fine. And no one here is upset if you don't like that. That's, that's, not, that's not what happens here. But people express themselves in this way. And I do believe that the Lord waits for us in hopes we'll use his word. Man, I, I gave you this word and I gave you the apostles. I sent my son. And all of a sudden, my word is just, it's just hidden. And when you look at issues like we're looking at today, the mRNA brain disease, this is real, by the way. 
and GOP lapdogs. Well, how, how does the word of God enter into that? Well, I can think of the big one, thou shalt not lie. That, that would be a big one. Thou shalt not murder. That would be another big one. I could think throughout the Bible of times where the Lord has told us, I just, in fact, uh, yesterday, uh, one of the show links for scripture and scriptural resources was 85 Bible links where God says all will be revealed. I, I believe that the farmer players operate in the dark. And I believe the payoffs happen in the dark. I believe there's billions, not billions, but millions and millions and millions of dollars paid off to Fauci that we may never see paid off in the dark. God sees it. So to remind people in a loving way that, hey, you know, God sees the bribes, just so we're all clear. God sees what you're doing to people's bodies. He sees the payoffs. He sees the cowardice. He sees the avarice. And he sees whatever sins I'm, I'm creating now are the inequities in my heart. He sees that all. There is this image of heaven that I, I want to talk about later in the show because it runs in contravention to what we're going to talk about here. And we, we started the podcast with one quote from Marjorie Taylor Greene. That was her going on social media with a Second Amendment supporting foundation, not the Second Amendment Foundation, but a, a group that supports the Second Amendment. And it's not done. I mean, it's, it goes against the decorum of the House that you would have a House member ask someone to call a senator, particularly from your own party. That's just, that's not done. And Marjorie Taylor Greene did it. And I'm super glad she did it. I think it's wonderful. I think she did it respectfully. Um, she did something else. <laughs> and I don't know, I've never seen this done. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene doing something that, that I'd like to see her do with pharma. I, I, and, and I will believe there's any guts and any morality in the GOP when they start asking questions. And it's the, it's the Watergate questions. What did you know and when did you know it? And how long did you let it go on? This is Marjorie Taylor Greene um, in the basement below the House and the Senate as people walk to hearings. There's also protesters down here. So this, I, I bet you this is the spot right up to the train. And then the senators get to be all by them very own selves. Hey, 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 hey. hey. I'm a gun owner. Yeah, I'm also a business owner. And I don't really support this. Tolerance is killing us. Red flag gun confiscation. Your right to own a gun has blood all over you. That are a way to put in this bill where it doesn't violate due process. It's not done. And she did it. And again, I think she did it in a very respectful way. And to be fair, Graham knew he was on camera, but to be fair, he was very affable. And by the way, just the background noise. It's remarkable how utterly ridiculous people who are emotionally traumatized sound. Your right to own a gun has blood all over it. Your, your right to own a gun has blood all over it. Your car has blood all over it from drunk driving. Your sexual relations with your husband is, is, has blood all over it from abortion. Your exhaling is killing the seals. That one's, I mean, if you believe in climate, quote, science, that one's true. But it's just remarkable when you hear that, the, the, the degree of illogic, because people are traumatized. So the point of this podcast is to ask who? And what is it going to take for anyone on the Republican side to sit down and ask some very simple questions? 
So let's let's do it this way. Let's say pharma executive, because uh, they're not going to send their CEOs. They'll send some. I mean, they could subpoena the CEOs, but they wouldn't. So let's do it this way. Uh, yeah, Mr. Pharma, thank you for coming to the hearing today. I know you're subpoenaed. Uh, I appreciate you obeying the subpoena. That's not always done uh, these days, sir. Uh, my question for you is this. Uh, Pfizer decided to stop the trials the original trials for your mRNA injections after a series of deaths that the initial reports said were nine and turned out to be 19. That's almost one fact that is double the amount of deaths who made the decision to change that number to nine and have they been fired? And you're going to get some mamby pamby, try to talk around it uh, thing. Okay. We, so sir, I'm sorry. I want to be very, very clear. I want to know who made the decision and if they're fired. That's And I don't want you to dance around it. You need to answer this question. Or we can just put you under oath. And there's a whole series of questions that need to be asked. Here's why this has come to mind to me. I didn't just to sit there and say, hey, let's do a COVID show. How about this? These so-called vaccines, that is the mRNA injections, have been linked to a new type of incurable, fatal, degenerative brain disorder. This is, um, and this is a study. It's a CID study. It's at ResearchGate. You can read it for yourself. There's links to it in the show sheet. You can get that at the Substack site. We highlight the presence of a prion region in the different spike proteins of the original SARS-CoV-2 virus, as well as the successive variants, but also of the quote, and they put quotes, but also the quotes vaccines built on the same sequence of the spike SARS-CoV-2 from Wuhan. Paradoxically, with a density and mutation eight times greater than that of the rest of the spike, the possible harmfulness of this prion region disappears completely in the Omicron variant. Variant, pardon me. We analyze and explain the cause of this disappearance of the prion region of the spike of um, Omicron. At the same time, we're analyzing the commitments of cases which occurred in various European countries between the first doses of Pfizer or Moderna mRNA vaccines and the sudden and rapid onset of the first symptoms of Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, which usually requires several years before observing its first symptoms. We're studying 26 Creutzfeldt-Jakob diseases in 2021 from an animistic point of view, centered on the chronological aspects of the evolution of the prion disease without being able to have an explanation uh, for, for how it got there in this entity. So here's what, the, to, to summarize the, the study, because I know that's a lot of babble. To summarize, of the 26 cases analyzed, the first symptoms of CJD, this is the disease, appeared on average 11.38 days after the injection of the COVID, quote, vaccine. And they're, they're adding the quotes. Of these 26 cases, 20 had died at the time of this writing. At uh, the time of the writing of this article, six were still alive. The 20 deaths occurred only 4.76 months after the first injection. Among them, eight of them led to a sudden death that is in, within 2.5 months. All this confirms the radically different nature of this new form of CJD, where the classic form requires several decades. So to sum it up further, normally this disease takes a decade to work through you and kill you. It takes seven or eight years to become evident. After the shots, months. 
Some people died 2.5 months later. Some people died eight months later after the shots. And the shots are what connect these people. And it's Pfizer and Moderna. So, Mr. Moderna, when you made this, uh, who at Moderna made the decision to push for these injections in children and why? Uh, we determined that children should have access to these drugs to fight off. The, did these stop transmission or infection, sir? Did these stop transmission or infection, sir? Sir, is there one recorded case in the United States, Australia, or Japan of a healthy child dying from this? One. Is there one? No, no, no sir. Of a healthy child. I didn't ask. Nope. I don't want to talk about Kawasaki syndrome. A healthy child. Someone in the GOP has got to take this on, but will they? And here's the big question. Why wouldn't they? Do you know the answer? And I know the answer. Money, power. If you ever wonder who is uh, not, who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. The, the, the grand old party is not allowed to, to, to criticize pharma. And I will tell you this. It was pharma, in my judgment, that was behind Mitch McConnell and John Boehner saying, let Obamacare pass. It's the most Machiavellian of things. They were going to use the Obamacare in the midterms, but we were using it early. We fought Obamacare from the RNC like the cancer that it is because it still exists. Boehner and McConnell sent word over the Republican National Committee saying, don't you dare fight. They wanted Obamacare to pass. Then they wanted to rail against it. Why did they want it to pass? Well, here's my theory. Because Mitch McConnell is thick and fat in pharma. Because Johnny Boehner's people are th were thick and fat in pharma monies. Because pharma wrote Obamacare along with the insurance thugs. They wrote Obamacare. They're the ones who wanted to force you to purchase a product you don't want from a company you don't like for services you don't need at prices you cannot afford. That's the genesis of it. If you ever wonder who's in charge... Determine who you're not allowed to criticize. Now, next question for pharma. Sir, I draw your attention, please, to chart number one. My staff member is holding this up. Sir, this is a picture of the uh, COVID cases in Australia prior to your injections being brought into the country. Sir, can you identify at what point the cases here began to rise? This would be both uh, PCR cases and confirmed infection. What, what month did it begin to rise, sir? Can you point that to me? Uh, well, it looks like June. Okay, that's right, sir. And, and your, your injections were introduced in April, May, June. This is when the cases began to rise. This is happening. Last link was courtesy of, of, of Paul, Dr. Paul Alexander. This is from um, Berenson. The Australian government reported that on May 25th, deaths in Australia were 21% above normal in early 2022. The, uh, even excluding COVID deaths, deaths were more than 10% above normal. This comes from Victoria's, from uh, the government sources. Victoria, Australia's second most populated state, offers an even grimmer picture. Unlike the national government, Victoria publishes monthly de death figures in near real time. Thursday, it reported 4,312 deaths in May 27. Uh, in May, 27% above the average. 
of May 2020 and 2021. This is the equivalent of 45,000 extra deaths in the United States. And this spike, Berenson writes, is particularly striking because Australia had no excess deaths and little COVID in 2021 and much of 2020 or 2020 and 2021. Very little COVID. So what's happening is the deaths increase as the injections increase. And then there's this. The Australian data shows that most excess deaths in January and February were not cardiac. Deaths from cancer were slightly above average, but the biggest jumps were in death from diabetes and dementia, almost 30% above normal. Reports in scientific journals and, and in the federal VARS database have highlighted cases of severe diabetic dysregulation following the mRNA shots. We can go back. I'll have to go grab the radio show archives because we can go back a year. We can go back to an epidemiologist we talked with and an immunologist we talked with who told me these drugs are going to cause diabetes in people. They predicted it. Why? Because of how the mRNA worked. How it was designed. They've, they've, they referred to other forms of, this is how I learned the phrase, of, of immunological derangement, metabolic derangement. So again, this stuff is happening now. We are seeing excess deaths in this country with millennials at 200%. This hasn't been mentioned on the Senate floor. This hasn't been mentioned in the House. Because pharma's in charge. That's why. Find me the other reason. Oh, there's no win. It's not a concern of the American people. Well, <laughs> stinking right it's not because they don't know. You guys know, I know, we know about the excess deaths. Your neighbors have no idea about the excess deaths unless you've told them. And even in that case, oh, our neighbors are a little weird. They watch the Fox News. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you know what needs to testify? Gates. Fauci. They all need to testify. And I'll remind you here in a second about what the Washington Post said about Australia. GOP and lapdog behavior. It's just phenomenal. Hey, in hour two today, uh, Zach Abraham is going to swing by. Uh, he is the chief investment officer at Bulwark Capital Management. And he's trying to gain a little following within a following. Um, on this program, he's become a really popular personality. And here's the thing I want you to know about Zach and his company, Bulwark Capital Management. Have you listened to his radio show, Know Your Risk Radio? Um, it's, you can get it at knowyourriskradio.com. Zach is really open about how Bulwark works. So you'll hear him talk about the fact in his mind that the 60-40 stock bond mix is dead. Does that sound familiar? 60-40 stock bond? Ask your financial manager. Are we using the 60-40? Are we using the 60-40 stock bond mix with 0% interest rates going on 10 years? That stuff no longer works. In this inflation environment, it no longer works. Stocks are supposed to hedge against bonds and bonds against stocks. That's not the way it works anymore. Zach goes into this in detail. On his radio show, he'll often go into trades he's doing, active positions he's taking with his own, his own money. He does that because he wants you to be able to follow along. 
It would make Zach equally happy if you did this all on your own. And if you and if you learned his methods and, and repeated it and even did better, he'd feel better. Want to know why? Because it comes down to stewardship for him. I don't know about you, but that stuff makes my eyes bleed. I mean, I understand it, but I can't stand dealing with it. It's just, it's, oh, I'm going to the bank. Nice people. I like my credit union, actually, but, but it makes my eyes bleed. So I work with Zach. And he focuses on risk management. Guys, if, if you were to take one word to describe the financial picture in the globe right now, what would the word be? <laughs> I mean, it could be messed up. It could be scary. It could be rigged, which all adds up to what? Risk. More capital management about risk management. Call them to steward your money. They're at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Or you can also contact him at knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement, Bulwark Capital Management, and investment advisor representative, Trek Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. Here's what the Washington Post said about the COVID flu back in the day, and you just learned what's going on with the COVID flu. Asian Pacific, this is November 5, 2020. Australia has almost eliminated the COVID virus by putting faith in science, 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 science. Sound familiar? Here's someone else who needs to testify. Bill Gates. Bill Gates funds the World Health Organization. Bill Gates purchased patents in this stuff. Bill Gates helped fund and run Event 201, which was a rehearsal for the COVID response, the lockdowns, the censorship. Bill Gates has been the biggest proponent of lockdowns. Bill Gates told the world, you don't have a choice about getting, quote, vaccinated. You don't have a choice. He has now admitted that the injections didn't work. He's now admitted and still pretends that they stopped severe illness, severe illness, which cannot be measured. Severe, severe illness is not a measurable term. That's like really good cookie. It's not measurable. Some people think really good cookies are terrible. It's not measurable. It's completely subjective and quite purposely so. Bill Gates paid for positive media coverage. Bill Gates underwrites. News organizations reporting on health. You think that they're going to criticize him? If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who's not, you're not allowed to criticize. Here's what Bill Gates said about Australia. This, by the way, this is recent. This isn't the earlier one. Do you believe it's possible to prevent the next pandemic? Say again? Is it possible to prevent the next pandemic? Yes, if every country does what Australia did, then you wouldn't be calling it a pandemic. Uh, that's all. That's not what it says in Australia's death numbers. That's not what it says in the UK hospital beds. Nine out of 10 people in hospital for COVID-related illness have been injected. So again, who in the GOP is going to ask these questions? In half an hour, anyone with a decent sense of questioning could nail pharma. Just, just predicated upon this thing. Um, yes. Hi, Mr. Pfizer. Thank you for coming in today. I know you've been subpoenaed, but I do appreciate you showing up. I know you guys have all sorts of money you could have fought the subpoenas with. So thank you for thank you for blessing us with your presence today. Um, are rats are, are, are rats women? And I'm not a biologist. I know, but play with me. Are, are, are rats women? Well, no. 
When you tested the COVID shots, your mRNA shots um, on rats, were those, did those rats become pregnant women? No, they did not. Why didn't you pretend to have done a study to show that this was safe in pregnant women when it was never looked at in pregnant women? Well, I'm not a biologist. We know the drill. But that right there nails it. That right there. But we can't get the GOP to do this. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. Speaking of that, this comes back to a big thing with the Fouch. This comes back to why this stuff is so coordinated. This comes back to other people who should testify. And it works like this. USA Today's senior editor, publisher, they're there. The uh, president of NBC News is there. The president of CNN is there. They testify. It works like this. Did NBC News take federal monies to um, for advertising? Uh, yes, Senator, we did take federal monies for advertising to help the good of the country, to tell people that the elections was the safest, most, most secure election in history um, and that the COVID shots are, um, are safe and effective. All right, so you took federal money. That's why you're here. We want to understand our federal money, how our federal money was spent. I'm sure you want the same thing, don't you, at NBC News? Yes, Senator, we very much want that. We are, we're all about transparency and, uh, and hope. Or, sorry, no, uh, transparency and honesty. Sorry, uh, hope is later. Great. So when you took the federal monies to promote these injections, were you ever asked to lie? Senator, I don't understand the question. Were you ever asked to lie? Were you ever asked, for instance, to not report um, deaths from these injections? Were you ever asked to, to not do that? Well, Senator, we're asked by a lot of people, a lot of things. Okay, let me, let me refine this. Did you take any monies from pharmaceutical companies to promote the same products that the federal monies were promoting, the injections. Yes, Senator, we did. Were you ever told in order to take those monies that you had to agree not to report on pharma deaths? It's not a fishing expedition. The approach is to get to the bottom of how we ended up with the biggest killing of people in our lifetimes, which is what's going on with the 40% all-cause mortality increase in the United States, 200% for millennials. It's the biggest loss of death we've seen in our lifetime, our loss of life. It's the biggest killing of people. Now they want to stick this stuff in kids. It's not a fishing expedition, and it's not politics, and that's why. Farmers in charge, they don't know how to turn this into a political issue. So what's our responsibility? We'll get to that in a second. This is why the Fouch is so very, very insistent upon controlling how people speak. Which brings me to my next issue, which actually applies to everybody in this stadium. Our divided nation. I've spent my entire professional career in Washington, D.C. as a scientist, a physician, and a public health official. Although that career path is fundamentally devoid of politics in the classic sense, being in Washington has allowed me to experience firsthand the intensity of the divisiveness in our nation. What troubles me is that differences of opinion 
or ideology have in certain circumstances been reflected by egregious distortions of reality. Sadly, elements of our society have grown increasingly unfazed by a cacophony of falsehood and lies that often stand largely unchallenged, ominously leading to an insidious acceptance of what I call the normalization of untruths. We see this happen daily, propagated through a range of information platforms, social medias, and so-called news organizations. And sad to say, certain elected officials in positions of power. And I am one of those elected, I'm, I'm not elected, but I'm, I'm one of the beloved officials in, in power. And my CDC has recently told people um, that, they, that, they, that they should wear masks uh, to avoid getting the monkeypox. Uh, hi, Dr. Fauci. Thank you for coming in to testify today. Uh, we do have you under oath. Sir, is there any uh, evidence in any body of science that monkeypox is transmitted uh, through breathing, sir? Well, uh, Senator Paul, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm Senator Herman. Well, um, Senator Herman, you don't know what you're talking about. No, I, I, I'm, that's why I'm asking you. Is there any body of evidence anywhere showing the monkeypox being transmitted through breathing? Well, there's, I mean, a body of evidence anywhere. That's a, let me ask you this. Do you or the CDC possess any evidence showing any indication that the monkeypox is transmitted through breathing? Do you or your staff or the CDC have that evidence? Uh, not, 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 not at this time. How did you make a recommendation that people wear masks? Well, our job is to protect the public at all, at all. And, some, and if you're going, you know, Senator Herman, if you're going to be angry with me uh, for erring on, on the side of caution, I, I would just tell you, uh, I'm not a politician. My job is to protect, to protect the health of the American people. Why did you withdraw the mask recommendation, sir? Why did you put that up and then take it down again, sir? Why did you do that? Well, I, that was Deborah. I mean, Rochelle. I, you know, that Walensky woman, she's a crazy. I, you know, I, I don't know why she took it down. Masks are the best way to stop people from, from having, you know, have mask. Let me say it this way. Masks stop men from having sex with men. They do? Uh... Well, for the purposes of today, monkeypox is being passed by men who have sex with men and they told people to not wear masks. And this guy pretends he doesn't like this information. Okay. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow is, yeah, it will be. No, wait, it's today. The way in today was, was today. I didn't get to see my wife way in. It's look, guys, let me ask this question. Does it make you happy when your wife is happy? I know, I know the stupid, stupid poem, happy wife, happy life. True. Let me ask you wives something. 
does it make you happy when your husband is happy? Okay, fair enough. Happy husband, happy globland. We don't get a rhyme because, you know, men don't matter. Let me ask an, a, a gentle question. Let me, let me, I mean, I'm going to try to be very gentle here. Um, does extra fat ever get in the way of you guys um, enjoying the full benefits of marriage? I'm just asking. I know, I know it's a blunt question. I know it is. I'm asking you to search your heart. I'm asking you to do that. I don't know how on earth my wife was kind enough to be attracted to me when I was very, very large. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Because it was 150 pounds heavier. Probably because she loves me. Probably because I love her. Probably because I've loved her since I met her. And her brown eyes and luxurious hair. So love that. We owe it to ourselves in our marriages to be the best that we can possibly be. And life goes, man. Life happens. People put on fat. It happens. And, and our, our love is for the person on the inside. Always will be. My wife's courage and her, and her, her brain and her smarts and, and her commitment to her daughter. Things, who wouldn't love that? Well, of course I do. It makes me so happy to see her smile at dropping unwanted fat from her body. And I know because I hear it sometimes from people that they miss being the person they were for their partner. Hey, Soda Weight Loss can help with this in a really gentle way, in a fun way, honestly. You'll work with a nutritionist. They're healthcare providers by background. I've seen 150 pounds lost. I've seen, so it's, gosh, it's now nearly 6,000. No, it's now nearly 7,000 Google reviews. 4.8 stars on average. Soda Weight Loss stands for state of the art. What if this is a gift you give each other in marriage? Dropping unwanted fat. What if that's the gift? It's sodaweightloss.com. Sodaweightloss.com. This frustration with the GOP, with what I consider to be absolute cowardice, doesn't need to be this way. There is no money in the GOP fighting the culture war. I was told this time and again. Suddenly, we see Republicans talking about drag queen story time. Suddenly, we see Republicans talking about critical race theory and sex ed. Suddenly, we see them even beginning to tiptoe into issues around conning kids about their gender and their, well, their sex. Gender is a made-up soft term. Biological sex is a real thing. We see people like Ron DeSantis working to ban the chemical and surgical mutilation of children in the state of Florida. We see people beginning to talk about it. Why? Because there became a cost in not talking about it. Guys, I can't make this more clear. The GOP never wanted to get behind any of this. 
They never wanted to fight this stuff. It makes them afraid because they don't want to be called anti-gay. They don't want to be called homophobic. They're used to being called racist, but they're afraid to be called homophobic or or so-called transphobic. What happened? There was a cost. The cost was this. It was evident that moms and dads were livid about what they saw in the classrooms. They were livid. How did they get livid? Well, I will tell you that I will take very, very, very little credit for things in life. The Lord gave me the opportunity to be on Rush's program. Rush Limbaugh was given that radio program by God. We on that program told parents about this, and it's the first time it landed in the national consciousness. It got picked up by Fox News. On that program, we told parents, we begged parents to go to the classrooms and read from the curriculum, and they did it, and it has changed things. And the GOP people, their street people, saw this and said, we have got to get ahead of this. This is what this means. If the parents go affect this on our own and the GOP sits back, here's what happens is you have rogue conservative candidates ride a wave issue into Congress. And all of a sudden, the incumbents lose their seat. All of a sudden, this is how the parties work at this. We've got to get ahead of the sex ed issue. I know that we don't like this issue. I know there's no money behind this issue. But guys, if we don't, some of these parents who are yelling at the school board, they're going to run for Congress and they're going to win. We've got to get ahead of this. We need to do the same thing here. Now, with, with the COVID, this issue is not over by any stretch of the imagination. The Boston, New Boston mayor reportedly is telling Catholic institutions that they need to have um, so um, LGB so-called T resource rooms. Boston mayors is presuming to tell these churches or these, these religious schools how to operate so-called Catholic schools. This is from the college fix. The mayor of Boston wants a Catholic college in the nearby city to establish a resource center for people who embrace their homosexual or gender dysphoric inclinations. Mayor Michelle Wu reportedly joined with nine current or former city council members to demand Boston College establish the LGB so-called TQ plus resource center. Um, two things. For any form of sin, the Bible, compassionate, loving Christian communities made up of people who understand they themselves are broken saved only by the grace of God that they have, that they, they have a sin nature themselves who welcome people because they understand that human brokenness is universal. That, that is a support group that in fact, that is the support group. Now you're not to say that in modern society because the sports you, you, you are to affirm adultery. You are. To affirm adultery, just not when it's a man cheating on his wife. Then at that point, it's abuse. Then it's the, then it's the patriarchy. But at the very other form of adultery, you're to affirm. That's not a resource. That's not a resource for help. That's a resource for attaboy. So this stuff isn't over yet. Because the sexual left is going to roll across this country. I'll say it again. 
I know there's the, in, in North Idaho, that there's going to be drag queen story time stuff and drag queen dancing for kids downtown. I know that the satanic temple, one of them is coming over to teach kids that Satan loves them. Guys, this world has fallen. This stuff is going to roll. There is a solution to this and how we stand in this. I'll get to that. What we have to do with the COVID is not do what most people are doing, which is this. It's over. I can go back to work. My kids can go to school. None of this is stopping. None of it. Furthermore, what of the deaths? The people who've been killed by these shots. Until the GOP has their street strategists coming to them and saying, guys, we have got to get ahead of this. People are so furious about these excess deaths. Until that happens, they don't have any reason to do this. There's only one thing they fear more than their money men, which is pharma. They fear losing the ability to sell big pharma, what big pharma wants. Big pharma wants your bodies and the bodies of your kids. They want them by force. They want us addicted. They did it with antidepressants. They did it with anti-anxiety meds. They did it with opioids. Pain is the fifth vital sign. Now they have done it with the mRNA injections because there's a whole bunch of people psychologically dependent on these things that are killing them. But the religious component to this, or rather, let me say it another way, the godly component to this. (sighs) Have you ever reflected on the Lord's prayer? No, I mean, really reflected on it. The Lord Jesus taught his apostles how to pray. In, in, in the show, and I love the show, and I know there's people who don't, and that's fine. Um, but I, 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 I won't get into the show. It's just going to get controversial. Jesus taught his followers how to pray. Have you ever really reflected on the, on the prayer? Our Father, and I know many more traditional verses would say, Our Father who art in heaven. I imagine the Lord hearing this and and drawing his attention to us. Yes. Here I am. Hallowed be your name. The Lord could acknowledge that. Yes, my name is hallowed. It's well that you recognize that. It is well that you do that. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, wait, do we know what heaven is like? When the Lord went to Abraham, he said, come with me where I'll show you. I'll show you. But where are we going now? Just come with me. Part of faith is trusting what heaven will be like. There's the Beatitudes that tell us a lot about what it might be like. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be blessed. I mean, they will be comforted. That's what I get for trying to quote scripture off the top of my head. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. As we've also forgiven our debtors. Or said another way, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And I can picture the Father God, the Lord, God of the universe saying, yes, I will forgive you in exactly the same way and measure that you forgive others. That's what I'll do. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yes. Have you ever really thought through that prayer and then asked if you really want it? If we really mean it? I hope I do. And with pharma and the GOP cowards and the lapdogs, what would it be like? A lie this massive. A killing this gargantuan. A mutilating of bodies on this scale. Well, but if the Lord trusts us to live in these times, and he does, and these are gargantuan lies, and they are, and they have taken lives, and they have, and they will again. How is it then that we are not calling out these lies as loudly as we are lies about guns and sex and gender and race? Is it the complexity or is it something else? Please be honest with me. Do you fear being called an anti-vaxxer? Scary thing. It's one of the last scare words left that works. Listen to emails. Haven't done enough of those lately. One lady is, has a new term to share with us. I can't say that I'm happy to hear it. There's so many things that we can't control. One of the things you can control, and man, I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to control to the degree that you can. How much money is going out of your house, out of your bank account every single month? This is something we can all control, right? I mean, there's fixed cost things that you have to spend money on. Obviously, we all have those. Who doesn't? All of us have money we have to spend. But you can control the degree to which expenses come out of your bank account when it comes to an option such as this a refinance with American financing. So American financing at AmericanFinancing.net, what they can do is look at your entire mortgage situation now, look at your look at your income, look at your credit rating, and then this. This is what doesn't happen with other mortgage companies. That's all, that's all everybody does that. Talk to you, understand your unique circumstances treat you as a human being and never pressure you. No one at American financing and AmericanFinancing.net earns a commission, not a single person. They're a family owned national mortgage bank that was with Rush Limbaugh for a decade. God love them or longer than a decade, about 20 years. God rest Rush. Bigger difference. They don't charge upfront fees. So they can save you up to a thousand bucks a month. They can close these deals in as little as 10 days. 
They can do this all without earning a commission. So there's no pressure for them to sell you into something that doesn't work for you. You want to control your expenses? How about putting a thousand bucks a month back in your pocket? That's controlling your expenses. Invest that money and it's not just a thousand bucks. It's much, much, much more. It's American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net. Easiest way, in my opinion, is to call them. They're at 866-887-2275. 866-887-2275. You can also, of course, go to AmericanFinancing.net. 888-867-2275 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Haven't done enough listener emails lately, and I apologize for that. Um, this note here from Melinda. Todd, I have a new term, COVID divorce. That's where I am now. I probably don't need to explain the term. Thank you for all you do. It helps to hear your voice. And now through you, I hear God's as well. Thank you, Melinda. I am feeling so sad that you're going through this. And I was wondering when this would happen. The mask was a great division device. Fantastic. Because you wear your, your statement on your face. It's like a MAGA hat or not. That's what they turned it into. Melinda, I love you too much to not say this. I love you too much to not say this. I will pray that you have wisdom, that the Lord give you wisdom. That if your husband is, is ending this marriage and it's something you've fought against, that, 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 that the Lord would touch him. The Lord does not like to see marriages torn asunder. And I, I imagine, just can only imagine the pain this is for you. And to write to me and to share it with me and to share it down with this audience. I would ask that we all pray for Melinda. And Melinda, far be it for me to presume, I don't know to what degree there was more to this. If it's, if it's COVID, that's, that's just so horrifying. I mean, if there was abuse or adultery or things like that, then that's a different nature. But if it's COVID, I would just pray that the Lord would touch both of you and, and find a way to preserve this marriage if it can be. And certainly the Lord can do that. So what, what a terrible thing, Melinda. Thank you for listening. And, and I'm just so hurt to hear that you're going through that. And I'm angry as well that this has been done to our society. From Colorado, um, dear Todd, greetings from the separate century of Colorado. I was made aware there will be a groomer show at the Botanical Gardens in Denver called the Drag Queen Storytime to Celebrate Pride. Guys, I'm telling you, this is going to go everywhere. This is coming to your city. I promise you, as Austin says, this is coming to your city. And my point in saying this is not that we shouldn't fight it at the city council level. I'll come to the meetings with you. We should. It cannot be allowed to roll into the schools. They intend to roll it into every city and they're going to succeed to some degree. Our fight is not with flesh and blood. Those guys are flesh and blood. Our fight is with principalities, spirits and principalities. Our fight is being godly people in our spheres of influence, work, church and home. Austin notes continue. I'm planning to call and oppose the event and ask the event be canceled. I will never consider this quote family establishment for any entertainment. I ask that you pray for me to have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit when calling that I'm able to refrain from my, my fleshly rage. Thanks. God bless you and your family. Austin, love it. Yes, I'll pray with you, brother. Lord God, I pray that Austin approach this with your spirit. 
that the Holy Spirit present to him a double blessing that day, a triple presence. And they able to act with your wisdom, not his. And that you will plant the words in him that will convince these people to open their eyes. And if they will not, that you will give Austin the ability to have influence with this in his fears of influence to make sure this never happens in his family, God forbid. Mike, hey, Todd, thank you for being a steward of light in a very dark world. I've listened to you for a couple of months now and I've enjoyed and been blessed by the content. Your courage to openly discuss Jesus and share him with the public is admirable, very much appreciated. One thing and one thing only caught me off guard. It was your support of a song by Elevation Worship on episode 134. Elevation Church is sponsored by a heretical man, Stephen Furtick, who claimed that he is God Almighty in a recent sermon. The sermon is called It's Always Been In You. Regarding the music, I do believe the purpose of the megachurch worship bands is to lead people to the sponsoring church. You mentioned the hypnotic sound. This is a classic Hillsong Bethel Jesus culture method of drawing listeners into the, quote, experience. If these churches were providing sound, fundamental biblical teaching, then great. Listeners of the music and the sermons would be truly blessed. Unfortunately, I don't believe this is true. Todd, this email is in no way a critique of you or your relationship with God Almighty. I have a deep conviction that some churches are not always leading us through the narrow gate and instead leading us down the wide path to hell. If you're so inclined, it'd be great to hear a podcast specifically focused on false teachers, false churches, the infiltration and exception, um, acceptance of immorality in our churches, etc. Many blessings to you, your family, your listeners, and your podcast, Mike. Mike, bless you, brother. I appreciate the note. I didn't know that Elevation Worship, the band, was connected to the church Elevation Worship. Didn't know that. And the song I played is nothing more and nothing less, roughly, than Matthew 5. And it's mostly the Beatitudes. And it's a beautiful, beautiful take on those songs. Uh, pardon me, on, on, those, on those scriptures. I watched that speech, that, that, that sermon by, by Stephen Furtick, and yeah, wow, that was shocking. And I watched it because of you. That was shocking. So um, you'll be thrilled to know this. And we're looking to record it today. It might not happen today, but it's coming up. Uh, I'm going to have my pastor on to talk about just the things you just talked about. Stephen, Mike, pardon me, just the things you just mentioned there. Yeah, everything you mentioned at the end of your note, that's what we were planning to discuss anyway. Love you, brother. Thank you for staying in the fight. Thank you for keeping me on the path, man. I appreciate that. This is the Todd Herman Show. We appreciate you. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and, and, and be mindful that the enemy hates it when we live in the Word.